love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zelts Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow Zelts, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing f- uh, fabulous. Wow. I'm almost as good as Paul, but not quite. Wow. Well, I am sick again, believe it or not. It's like two times in the last like two months or three months since I got back from California. Same type of cold. I don't know what is going on. California destroyed your immune system. It did. <laughs> it really did, sadly enough. But I am still here, and we are ready to do an exciting first episode of October. So this episode, we are going to be talking about abominable, <laughs> abominable, oh jeez, here we go, Abon, abominable, abominable, abom- maybe you should just not review this movie, abominable. Well, yeah. We're going to have a whole episode of him trying to pronounce it. <laughs> I know. I always want to say abominable. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm mixing the two up. So now I'm totally screwed up. But- so I, a new podcast idea. <laughs> Tom saying common words. (laughs) That would probably get more listeners. (laughs) Well, we got that animated feature. We have uh, Three from Hell, Downton Abbey, and the feature presentation, which I'm the only one who's seen, so I'm not sure how it qualifies as a feature presentation, but Ad Astra. But before we do that, of course, like always, the first episode of every month, we have the Alexa quote of the show. So let's do it. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Currently, the score is Joe. You have 10 points. Paul has 24. So, Joe, if Paul supersedes how many points that you would it would take for you to win, I'm calling it for the, for the year. There's only three episodes left, which means, uh, well, I don't Are know what that means. Are you encouraging us to throw it? Not at all. Not at all. You're saying the odds of my comeback are getting smaller. Yes, it's still it's still possible. (laughs) Technically, it it could still be done, but it starts here, and I don't have high expectations for this one. (laughs) That's fantastic. So here we go. In the face of overwhelming odds, I'm left with only one option. I'm gonna have to science to shit out of this. I'm going to have to science the shit out of this. Let me play this again. Well, in the face of overwhelming odds, I'm left with only one option. I'm going to have to science to shit out of this. Yeah, this one is a little bit more... Uh, it's still a very popular movie. I know this one, yeah. but I don't know this, this line one. is very specific. I mean, the, 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 if this line was anything else, you, I probably wouldn't have picked it. But this is... Like, if you saw this movie, you would know this line. In the least, you, if nothing else, you should know who said it. If you can't imagine what movie it's actually from i would think i don't oh, really maybe maybe i'm wrong but i i've seen the movie i just don't recall what it was but i do have a guess ah good okay all right i, I expected you have nothing in in paul to get some points 10 points yeah, yeah. paul's get seven points just because he doesn't want to yeah. sweep it yeah <laughs> yeah he'd throw, throw it on purpose <laughs> yeah <laughs> He'll he'll put the female lead as third instead of second. Just to... No, he'll say, "Well, I know the year is uh, 1983, but I'm going to guess 84 just so I don't get all 10 points." <laughs> <laughs> and those years are totally made up. Please don't use those as your years because I do oh, not. Oh, I know. did. <laughs> <laughs> I know how often you slip up. So. No, I intentionally made sure. Well, I don't want to say anything, so there you go. 
Hey, while the guys are writing down their answers, may I uh, reach out to all our listeners to say, please tell a friend. Let's get our listenership up uh, slightly. Let's get our numbers up. How about that? So if you like the show, please tell someone and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all the places that you may listen to us. And when we get to From the Cutting Room Floor, I'll tell you a new place that you can listen. Or should I say, watch. Ooh, the suspense. Well, everyone's still writing. I, this is uh... So I just had an idea. So if we, ha- we have the Movie Zealots t-shirt, so if they can recruit three listeners, you send them a t-shirt. And then if those three listeners recruit three listeners, we send them a hat. So we'll just turn this into a multi-level marketing wow. scheme. Yeah, but this costs me much. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't... No, we'll be required to sell the hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, yeah. They recruit three listeners. You become a distributor. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you get a little piece of everything they sell. Oh, yeah. Uh, here we go. We got it. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'm going to have to guess. I, I'm kind of going blank on this one. Oh, okay. very good. Very good. I'll say, so does that mean you're ready, Paul? I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Joe, what say you? Okay. I, I know I'm, I've seen it. I know I'm wrong, but I'm ready. All right. So <laughs> none of you, neither of you are very confident in the least. So uh, let's start with Paul. What the heck? All right. I'm going to go with Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 2005. All right. Robert Downey Jr. Samuel L. Jackson's and everything, so making him second is, you know, at least a stab <laughs> in the dark, right? Uh, and uh, Chris Evans. All right. Very good. All right. Uh, now, Joe, let's see. What do you have for the movie? I went with Real Genius. Okay. What? Year what 1982. All right. With Val Kilmer as the lead. And I do not recall any of the co-stars. All right. Well, it doesn't matter because you're both off tremendously. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this wow, movie okay. is The Martian. Oh, well, I haven't okay. Matt seen that. Damon. So I heard it was terrible, so I didn't watch it. Oh, no, that's I, good. I have seen it, and yeah. I, I, I guess I only... It's not a movie you watch multiple times, so I no. don't think I've... So it's The Martian. Year 2015, first build, Matt Damon, then Jessica Chastain, then Christian Wiig. So, was that line in a trailer? Uh, I'm not certain if it was in a trailer, but it's pretty popular in the movie. Cause, I like, know I've heard the line. Yeah, it might have been. I, but I had never seen the movie, so that would be my not connection. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah okay. Well, I, I picked it because Ad Astra. So I was trying to find something that cor- correlates with... Well, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I had it as yeah, one of my. Neither of us saw that either. So. <laughs> yes, perfect. That'll be my quote next time. <laughs> All right, well, that was Alexa Quay the show. You guys have not improved your scores whatsoever. Was this our first zero zero? Ever? I, I don't know. I have to look at the stats. <laughs> That's a good question. I'll get back I think to you. It might be the first total goose egg. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Well, usually, at least gets an actor. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I've seen you guys act, accidentally get a year just out of random. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. In fact, let me write a note so that way I don't uh, leave the listeners hanging. All right, now let's move right in to From the Cutting Room Floor. All right, this week, or this episode, the first thing I want to talk about is, as of today, in fact, we're recording this uh, October 6th, 2019, this is my final day that I am an AMC Stubbs A-list member. I canceled my membership. I'm going to spend the entire day in the <laughs> theater. <laughs> I'm not going. Believe it or not, I'm not even going to a movie today. I do not uh, care wow. to go see a movie. So 
I am done. So next episode also, I'm going to give, I, like, I, I'm a stats person. Uh, I, I keep track of all my stuff. So I'm going to write up all my stuff and give you guys some statistics about the one year that I was AMC Stubbs member and how many moves I saw and how much savings and blah, blah, blah. All, all that type wow, of stuff. Wow, that sounds very... Boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's going to call out way. next episode. <laughs> well, well, the episode after that, Paul, he's going to show us his jar of nail clippings. <laughs> <laughs> well, to hell with all of you. But I do have an interesting story about canceling my membership. So to cancel, you either have to send an email, which I don't trust that they're going to cancel my membership through an email, or you call them. So I called them, and I was talking to the operator, and at one point, she goes, okay, well, uh, I understand you want to cancel your membership. Can you please tell me why you want to cancel? And I told her, <laughs> because I'm going to go, I'm moving over to the Regal Unlimited uh, subscription. And she said, oof. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more. She didn't try to sell me on anything else. I, I don't, she just went, oof. And I was, I was waiting for something. And just it was like silence. And she goes, all right, well, I'm done. <laughs> that was, That's funny. Yeah. I, mean, she, I don't know if yeah, a lot of people I, are I doing guess that. I guess they understand that most most cities only have one nice movie theater and then some crappy ones. Yes. So, yeah. For you, AMC is a nice one. Yes. For me, it's the Regal. So, there you go. But, yeah, she just went, oof. <laughs> that was the end of that one. Now, also, because I'm planning on doing the Regal Unlimited, which I haven't joined yet. Uh, I, I will before I go to see my next movie, obviously. I joined, there's a Regal Unlimited uh, Facebook group that I joined. And let me tell you something. These people are like, okay, it's a small subset, mind you, but these people are out of their minds. And this is the reason why this this <laughs> Regal Unlimited made just bomb because <laughs> these people are going to see every movie. Like this one guy was like, well, I have, I've never watched Downton Abbey. I, I, you know, I know nothing about it, but I went to see the movie. <laughs> And I, like, all these people are just doing crazy things. Like they're seeing every movie and they have these lists like, all right, this month, this is all the movies I saw. And literally it's like 20 movies. It's like, holy cow. Are you guys out of your minds? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> so, so there's some really extreme people and their averages are like 82 cents a movie. <laughs> just, <laughs> they're keeping that's all these funny. stats like, holy cow. That's, that's, you know, these are the people that kept buying all the extra perks and like Candy Crush and keep them in business. <laughs> <laughs> They're called whales, actually. Oh, yeah. See, just like in casinos. All the whales. Yeah, I like that. Uh, thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, next. <laughs> oh, Spider-Man has, I don't think we discussed this, return to the MCU. Yay. No. Wow. Oh god! But it seems like it seems Yay-ish. like it might be. It might just be a like, yeah. Give me, give me two movies to move them as far away from the MCU as possible. Possibly. Right? I mean, that would be the smart thing for Sony to do, right? You mean Disney? No, I mean Sony. Well, no, Sony would want to keep them as close to the MCU. Oh, as possible. I don't know. I, I, I think she, he wants, they want to disconnect them because, because they're they not want their around. own money. No, no, no. And, and it's obvious that if Disney's they can, not, no, if, Disney's. The it, Disney wants as much as they can, you know, is, is not going to let them just... If Sony can put out a Spider-Man movie and elude to being in the MCU without saying it, that would be their best scenario. Because then they still wouldn't be paying Disney, and they'd still get the side effects of the Joe Common guy who doesn't know that he left. So they mentioned, oh, yeah, I'm not with those guys anymore. 
You know, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, maybe I don't know. I, I think I, they'd I think get the, more mileage should... keeping, like, eluding that they're still in rather than. I'm not totally... accusing you of being, you know, a secret agenda for Disney because you're a <laughs> Disney fanboy. Not I'm at just all. Saying. Not at all. Not at <laughs> the, all. You know, they, they really they want Spider Man because there's so many there's so many other things that right that attach to Spider Man that it, it gives them a franchise to stay alive, right? Yeah, and giving Disney money for nothing seems a little silly. Because I mean, what did uh what money did for nothing? Make? It made a lot of money, like eight hundred million dollars yep. or something. Yeah, yeah, but Sony's I mean, tried to make Spider Man for that. Hmm? Yeah, Sony's tried to make Spider Man unsuccessfully. So, I mean, what? What? Yeah, Spider. Those other Spider Man movies are crap. They knew it. Everybody no, the first, yep. the first set of Spider Man movies were excellent. I'm sorry. I mean, no. the third one. Tobey no. Maguire is just awful. One and two with with Maguire. No, Maguire was the worst Spider Man. Those were. Those are crazy popular. Well, look at their box office numbers. They made a ton of money. Spider-Man yeah. is free They're crap, money. though. They're crap. All right. Spider anyway, it doesn't matter. Much bigger superhero than Iron Man ever was. All we need, yes, all you need to know true. is the MCU, uh, Spider-Man's back for at least one more movie, and the New Deal has uh, Disney. I'm just saying that I never had, <laughs> I never had Iron Man curtains in my bedroom. Just saying. Wow. Right. I mean, who are That's the, a small the MCU heroes? There. They're all nobodies, right? You got Iron yeah. Man. The Hulk was the only one that was ever popular, and that was just because Lou Ferrigno ran and around. And it wasn't shirt theirs originally, right? They were universal, so. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, let me finish my my story here. <laughs> I, we're just shooting you down. Yeah, I know, we're right? Sure yeah. that you know that. <laughs> so the New Deal has uh, Disney Marvel will co-finance twenty five percent of the film and will take twenty five percent of the profits, which. Uh, they never officially reported what the original deal was, but it was it's known to be that they get 5% of the profits. So there you go. But it sounds like a win-win for everybody. So I'm very excited to have Spidey back in the MCU, at least for one more uh, round. And there's a bunch of stories that came out just this week that Tom Holland had a huge influence as to uh, them make, striking a deal. So I don't know if he reached out, you know, he reached out to Feige and they, Sony and got him to negotiate and uh, make a deal so fantastic also i saw season six of the 100 do, you guys, do either of you guys ever watch any of the seasons for 100 no no it started off really good it's like a sci-fi show and then it just like jumped a shark by season four and for whatever reason i just wa- i keep watching it <laughs> it's just so bad but oh, now really? I just got I got to watch it. And once I start watching it, I'm totally hooked. Like I like I saw it was out on Netflix. I'm like, oh, man, let me just catch an episode. So I, I watched episode one. I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going for this ride. So I was sick. I was uh, I missed work on Thursday because it's cold. And I literally watched like 11 episodes of it in one day. I just laid on the couch and watched it. So uh, it, it's. It's a it's a guilty pleasure, kind of like how once upon a time. You remember that's the ABC show? About the Disney princesses, yeah, and pr- yeah, yeah, that was really good, and then it kind of failed. It, it did, it's, yeah, yeah, and I actually stopped watching that. I think there was only, I think I'm only like one, maybe two seasons, uh, from watching the complete series, and I, I just stopped. I was like, eh, I'm done. But <laughs> there you go, the 100. Uh, you can see season six. Oh, actually, you can see all the seasons on uh, Netflix right now, if you would so choose. Like I said, it's. Uh, it, it's it's weird. <laughs> I, I, did, I did also see yesterday this week. I, uh, you know, oh, that's confusing. Yes. How was it? It was good. I mean, it was all right. Um, if you like Beatles music, and okay. who doesn't like who doesn't like Beatles music? 
Yeah, I, I did get a copy of that. Hey, to, who are the Beatles? I just haven't watched it yet. Well, I think, I think Paul what? McCartney, <laughs> like before Wings, I think Paul McCartney was in that band. Oh, and, and, and have you ever seen Caveman? It's that guy, the guy from Caveman. Our caveman? <laughs> he, he, he's in it. You mean that stupid comedy? That such a great movie. I want to watch that movie again. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. You guys. Suna Luna Lana. <laughs> 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 oh my god that is the greatest movie oh sorry you t- you know, what, what cape what's caveman you don't talk about that stupid uh ringo star oh no no okay no, no oh you've never seen ringo and uh who was it, it was the diane from cheers uh what was her name uh oh, um i know that abby uh, uh well shoot shelly long. 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 long yep shelly long yes yeah, so shelly long and ringo oh are you kidding me Wow. Was it Shelley Long? I seem to yes, remember it was. Shelley yeah, Long. Yeah. Shelley Long. I've never heard of that movie. Oh, you need to see it. It is the funniest thing. Oh, my God. It is wonderful. Is it's it a comedy? The, with, 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 yeah, and there's not a single English word in it. It's, it's good. It's, uh... <laughs> All right. Wow. That's that's crazy. Hey, also. It has a song from e- the, e- the same song that the Ewoks sing, which I always think so weird. That, no. you, <laughs> you know that whole, at the end of the Return of the Jedi, they have yeah. that. Doop a doop a doop ba ba. <laughs> they sing that exact same song in, in Caveman. You're like, what? What? Uh, okay, uh, you guys. All right, well, that sounds like a wonderful movie. Suck <laughs> <laughs> suck. Oh wow. Uh, oh, also, my the podcast distributor that I use uh, recently did an update, and now we can uh, they they will also release the podcast on YouTube. So I already had a. Movie Zout's podcast um, YouTube channel, and I was up manually uploading YouTube the audio clips on, and I just got rid of it because I got tired of uh, messing with it, and I deleted all the old episodes. However, starting last episode, uh, you can go back to the Movie Zout's podcast, search on it on YouTube, and you can find uh, every episode I released from last episode on now. I'll also have uh, this podcast provider. Uh, release in audio so it has like a little interface thing like at the front that has like little wavies but it's basically it's just the audio version on youtube so you can check it out so anyone who's listening to this on the youtube uh hola and uh, you know subscribe and uh i think we have one subscriber and three views on the last episode <laughs> that we i released so uh we're moving along <laughs> yeah well, I'm, I'm, you never even told us so yeah well it's a surprise see that yay <laughs> <laughs> Let's celebrate. All right. So that's all I have for uh, from the cutting room floor. What do you guys have? Um, I'm power watching. I'm getting through the uh, magicians. Mm. Yes. Oh, so good. Saw season one. Uh, I've watched this week. I watched season two and half of season three. Thus oh. the complete lack of movies I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> yeah, I think there's four seasons out total, but only three are currently on Netflix. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I might have to go hunt for a different source uh, yep. for season four soon. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that's a very good show. So uh, I haven't seen season four either yet. So I was just waiting to see if it's show up at some point, which it will. But uh, patience is a virtue. Well, American Horror Story. The yep. previous season finally showed up on Netflix. So I think that'll be next for me. Yeah, I got to watch that too. I, How I, many seasons are there now? Eight? Uh, well, I don't know. Because, uh, I think they're, they're on nine now. There's a lot. Yeah, they're, 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 there's one going on right now, right? Yes, I think it's nine. Yeah, so there you go. 
Yeah, so uh, check that out if you want. Uh, luckily for, well, I guess the American Horror Story that just was released, it does tie into uh, two other seasons. Typically, they're standalone, but uh, yeah, this one kind of does tie back. You probably could watch it without seeing the other two, but it'd probably be helpful to see the other two seasons that this one uh, refers to. So other than that, uh, yeah, check it out. All right, got anything else? Nope. Paul? Nope. No, not really. All right, let's get right into the reviews. The first movie, of course, is Abominable. Is that right? Abominable. Oh, my gosh. One time. Wow. I'm not going to say it again. This movie was released September 27th, 2019. Rated PG. Runtime, one hour, 37 minutes. Starring Chloe Bennett, Albert Tsai, Tenzing Norgay Trainer, and uh, Eddie Izzard. So I was glad to see uh, Eddie Izzard get some love. I like him. Description. A magical Yeti must return to his family. Very brief description. IMDb, 7.3 out of 10, while Rotten Tomatoes gives it 81% for the critics, and the audience gives it 96. Box office. Budget is about $75 million. Worldwide gross, I do not actually have. I mm, they didn't have it when I originally did these notes, and I did not go back. Again, I apologize to our uh, devout listeners, but I have no notes on <laughs> the gross of that movie. Notes for this movie. By some peculiar coincidence, this is the third theatrical released animated film in under a year to be centered on Yeti or their distant cousin Bigfoot. The two other are Warner Animated Group's Smallfoot in 2018 and Lackey's Missing Link 2019, the prior of which was released in 2019 and the former of which involves Yetis. So, yeah. Like you said before, Joe, there's a lot of Yeti-type uh, animated movies out there. Yeah, there's that one studio here. Oh, they're doing a yeah Yeti movie. Oh, everybody hop on board. Yeah, let's do it. Now, I will say uh, for this review, I have not seen the other two Yeti movies, so only this one. Uh, here are my thoughts. So uh, there was a Pixar short movie or a film or Pixar short, I guess you'd call it, called uh, Boa, B-A-O. And it's about a Chinese lady who raises this little dumpling and at the end, you turn, it turns out this dumpling is actually her son. It's a cute little uh, short. As soon as this movie started, there was a Chinese lady who's making dumplings. And I thought for sure it was the same. It's, to me, it was like identical to that short. So I thought the same lady was working on this as that. But then when I looked it up later, it, the lady's completely looking. Like the grandmother looks completely different than uh, this one. But it was... Uh, I guess those Are you dumplings. All Asian ladies look the same. Uh, in cartoon form, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this is an interesting little fact. Joseph Izzo is billed fourth, and he's the voice of Everest, who is the Yeti. Now, the Yeti doesn't talk in this movie. He just goes. <laughs> he just makes some random noises every once in a while. And Eddie Eddie Izzard is billed fifth. Who is the uh, well? He's he's billed as the antagonist, uh, old white guy who's trying to find the Yeti, and you know he's he's the bad guy. How in the heck is Eddie Izzard, who has a decent part in the movie, billed after a guy who doesn't even talk in the movie? Like he literally makes a couple of grunt noises. He could probably make three noises, and they could just loop through those three noises the entire movie. It's just it's crazy to me that a guy who doesn't have any real I mean, you don't even it's odd it. that they even bothered hiring a guy to grunt. Yes. Yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. They could have anybody do that. 
They could just be weird. Yeah, yeah very strange. Very, just do that on a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very strange. And he, they build over Eddie Izzard. Uh, I can also say in this movie, the Me Too movement is dead once again because the old antagonist, Eddie Izzard, the white guy who wants to go track down this bad um, uh, Yeti and, and show that, you know, he's not uh, he's not lying to the to the community that they exist. Turns out he's not the bad guy. It's this other, uh, well, attractive in air quotes because it's a cartoon. So how would you measure how attractive a female is? Uh, This attractive female, younger female, who turns out to be the bad guy, who's at first pictured as a scientist who wants to save the Yeti, and they do a little switcheroo, and she's the bad person in the movie. So she turns out to be the antagonist. How do you like that? I like that. Mm. I was very, I was very happy to see a little plot twist there because it's an animated movie. Nobody, <laughs> the kids don't care what happens. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty cool. I like that. Tom, who's always rooting for the bad guy, yeah. that, that is committing genocide, is now happy that we have a woman villain. <laughs> yeah, yay! <laughs> and declared me too dead on the podcast. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Is it dead or is this an enhancement yeah, of? Yeah, get what they deserve now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, does this mean Me Too's dead or does it mean Me Too has graduated to the point where now the character, the, the females can not only be the good guys, but now they've t- come full circle and now they can be the bad guys. Like, is well, it enhanced? a lot more substance, right? She yeah. has an actual story and an arc. and So maybe it's not dead. Maybe this is even better. Who knows? You know, going back to the... Uh the voice, um, the ranking of the stars. I had to look because I, I was just out of curiosity. Do you know Vin Diesel is is billed as fourth on Guardians of the Galaxy and that Bradley Cooper is fifth? It seems like the exact what? same kind of crap, right? Are you serious? Crazy. Yes. At least he says Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. Uh, I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. anyway, Holy sorry. cow. Bradley know, Cooper? It seems appropriate because, again, four and five doesn't seem right, but go ahead. Oh, Bradley Cooper's also a voice, though. Yes, but don't you think don't you think the raccoons? Well, I mean, yeah, he's a lot more words. Yeah, than the I, I forgot Vin Diesel was even part of the thing. I just... <laughs> yeah, it's weird they yeah, hired Groot. Isn't even a thing. I mean, well, I, I mean, to be fair though, if you look if you look at the roles and you write down everything that any of them said. Uh, Vin Diesel's using a greater percentage of his vocabulary oh, than Bradley Cooper. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. That was that was really off. Sorry, that was off the, the I just had to think of something that was He's coming for you. <laughs> him and all his furious I'll uh, meet him at the spilling bee. Fast and furious friends are gonna kick your butt. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, uh, this movie, I, I really enjoyed this. I, I had no expectations going in. My youngest son wanted to see it, and my membership was expiring. I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's go see it. And uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Had some heartful moments. And uh, I walked out very, very... And, uh, let me tell you something. Of all the movies I've seen recently, this is the only one that I walked out like feeling good about. <laughs> everything else I've watched are very disturbing. Wow. <laughs> very, very weird movies. Hmm. So I say this is a... This is a first run for me. This is a very good. Wow. It's a movie. It's very okay. well done. Like like I said, fun. it's it's very very well done. It's uh, and, and it's, it's not Disney either. So no, it's not Disney. Wow, that's crazy. What yeah. Well, the, Tom's writing a letter to Disney, having him buy the franchise. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's gonna buy him. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Wait to see him in the parks. Woo. <laughs> Three from Hell is the next movie. Joe, you and I both saw this one. It was released, well, 
it's not really released. It was uh, through Phantom Events. So September 2019, sometime in that range, it was quote unquote released. Rated R, runtime, one hour, 51 minutes, starring Sharon Moon Zombie, Sid Haig, and Bill Mosley. Description. Okay, here's this. <laughs> you thought the last description was short? Here's this one. Sequel to The Devil's Rejects. <laughs> That's a description. <laughs> That's a lot. Fantastic. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> IMDb gives it a 6.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 41%, while the audience gives it an 80%. Box office budget is $3 million. Worldwide gross, $1.8 million. Notes. Director Rob Zombie revealed in an interview that his original script featured a much larger role for Captain Spaulding, played by actor Sid Haig. However, upon receiving word that Haig was in the hospital recovering from surgery, Zombie visited him in, a, in the rehabilitation facility and was alarmed by the drastic changes in his physique, most notably that he had lost a significant amount of weight. Zombie realized that Haig's health was in serious question. He was forced to reconsider Captain Spaulding's prominence in the story while keeping Haig in the film because Lion, Lionsgate was going to cancel the film if Haig was not in it. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> After numerous rewrites, Zombie introduced the character Foxy Coltrane, played by frequent collaborator Richard Brake, as a way of filling in the third Firefly family member without necessarily replacing Captain Spaulding altogether. Ironically, Zombie did not speak to Haig after his shooting day up to his death. Sadly, actor Sid oh, okay, so sadly, actor Sid Haig, who played Captain Spaulding, died only five days after this film was released theatrically. All right, so those are all my notes about this movie. Uh, yeah, Sid Haig looked really bad. Yeah, yeah. I th- it was very uncomfortable to watch the beginning of that movie because even in the movie they're like, "Oh, he's not much. Lo- he's looking bad. He's not. He's you know. Yeah, he's on his you death- know like, he just yeah, he died. Just died. And you're watching him look like. I mean, he <laughs> looks like he's on his deathbed. Yeah. It's like, oh man, that just it's. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, oof, that's just uh, hmm, that's something. <laughs> and you know, to say a, a, a Rob Zombie movie is uncomfortable, or, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's supposed to be, but not in this. Room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me give you some of my thoughts about this movie. Uh, so I I don't remember anything about the Devil's, Devil's Rejects. So I watched, I rewatched Devil's Rejects. Then I saw this movie back to back, essentially, with like within the hour of watching Devil's Rejects, I went right into this and watched this. So it was very fresh in my mind, and it is insane how they brought these these characters back to life. I mean, okay, I I can I can get on board with anything. In fact, I can get on board with this. Except the only thing I'll, I I is so hard to believe is that. The police, these guys are coming at the end of Devil's Rejects. They're driving into a wall of gunfire by police. They're even if they missed every artery, every every uh, organ in their body, there was no way they would let them live. Right. There's no way the, the greatest mass murderers in history. They're yeah, lying this there. This ambulance is going to be slow roll. Oh, it, that to sucker is going right? to get, yeah, that's, that sucker stopping and, and, and eating lunch before it gets to that. There's no <laughs> way. Over and writes a ticket <laughs> yeah. <driving> <laughs> Even if it happened, they would bleed out. There was no way the cops would ever let them pull through. Because, I mean, honestly, the, the tax of, you know, their life support plus put them on trial for what? I mean, they're going to die. They, Bring them back to life just to just kill them. Yeah. Yeah, essentially what they did with Captain Spaulding, they, which was a weird scene too. That like he went peacefully and he said, "I mean, I don't know if that was I mean, that was all done before he died." So they didn't. I mean, I guess they knew he was going to die, but they kind of gave him like a gracious out, like 
mm-hmm. didn't like curse at the world before like being put to death. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess we don't have to say spoiler anymore, but yeah, that to me was like, well, there's no way they'd ever, I mean, <laughs> if somehow, if they could explain that, like they, they, like at the end of the movie, like they're right next to a hospital, <laughs> like that scene happens right outside of a hospital. Maybe then they could possibly have been brought back to life. But other than that, there's no way <laughs> that's possible. Never let them live. Bullet riddled people. <laughs> yeah, they, they would let them bleed out if not put a bullet in their head uh, once they stopped the car. <laughs> I mean, come on. But uh, with that aside, it, yeah, it was Devil's Rejects all over again. I mean, it's it's the same movie. So if you like Devil's Rejects, you're gonna like this. The only thing I didn't like about this movie, and you're gonna call me uh, an old man, and maybe because it's, I'm a I'm mm-hmm. a father now. I didn't like that they were making these characters into these anti-heroes now. Like, at least the Devil's Rejects, like if, if, if a young, impressionable person, let's face it, the, the, the youth of our nation now are so stupid. <laughs> they could watch these movies and like totally get on board and think that they're going to become one of these characters and go out and do wow, this stuff. Wow, you, you really do sound like an old man. Sorry. I do, I do, you I know. Do. You know, I, I'm pretty convinced that we were we were equally stupid at that age. Uh, no, well, the problem was, the, the, no, 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 we were I'm pretty, I'm pretty yes. sure. No. In, yes. And and yeah. the thing is, we no, were th- equally stupid. The problem was, is everyone bitching about kids these days. This is my favorite part of it, it's because they're the ones who raised them. <laughs> yeah, well, the kids aren't so narcissistic. I did such a now. terrible job raising you that you're awful. Everyone gets a participation trophy. Everyone feels like they're slighted by society. No one takes blame oh, on themselves. Oh god, here we go. Holy and this is what happens. Back in the day, if you were depressed and you wanted to die, you killed yourself and only you. But now, like, oh. Other people are to blame. I'm getting my revenge oh, before I die. The suicide rate is lower. This society is terrible. Like, oh back my god! Nine days. Is that what? Is that where we're going? Is that? I'm just saying this movie uh, popularizes being a serial killer. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of that really. at all. Yeah, this yeah. is so weird. Do you, Do you also stop video games? No, no. I, I'm not. I, I'm not saying stop it. I'm just saying You're I see where this is going, and I know our people, our kids, are too stupid. They they they'll look at this like, <laughs> oh yeah, let's do wow. this. Let's go shoot up a school. I, I just don't uh, think people change much. I, I think over time. No, no, they are. They're are dumb. Pretty much the same. No, kids now are just awful. So. Kids are stupid. Yeah, no. People well, no, kids thing. are stupid. That's true. All kids, kids, are stupid kids no if longer. Under, if you're under 25, you're an idiot. Kids can no longer. They they have not been trained to take failure and criticism. They've been they've been coddled <laughs> to the degree that when the first time they see oh it, God. it's just. They're they're out of control. They don't know what to, they don't know how to cope. They have no coping. Oh shit, Tom, you're turning into Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Damn sons of bitches. I'm just saying I'm the devil's. See you do a presidential debate with an empty chair next. The devil's rejects. Ah. The devil's rejects. At the end of that movie, they get shot up and they get killed. So that's a positive message. Hey, your nut job, great. This is what's going to happen to you. This movie, they get. And let's face it, they gave uh, what's his face a ton of lines to be a cool character. I mean, the whole movie, he's saying, like, ah, I'm the devil. I'm coming for you. you know, all, this, all this stuff. They, they, they hype these characters up. And at the end, they walk. They literally walk into the sunset after killing <laughs> multitudes of people. And they're glorified. And, uh, you know. I, I don't know who you are anymore. Tom. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I don't know who you are. Ridiculous. At least what, Universal. What that so was really me. weird. Every <laughs> word you strange. say disappoints me a little, Tom. Universal, little you know, they, 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 that movie they're going to release. And they stopped it because they're like, oh boy, you know, they have some, uh, I, I don't agree with that either. I don't know. I just, I just know our youth are too, too stupid and they're going to look at this and be like, oh yeah, I want to be that guy. And they're going to go out and do the same thing. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're going to, someone's going to watch this movie and decide 
hey, you know, I should be a serial killer. No, they're gonna think they're cool, and then the first time they get a uh, their girlfriend breaks up with them, eh, forget it. Like, hey, you know, what? I'm gonna be that guy because he's cool. Let's go kill that that lady that didn't want to be with me, and uh, let's get it done. Yep, that is the weirdest thing you've ever said. And I say I, a lot I'm of weird things. I'm worried about next week that this is gonna come up again. Probably. I'm, I'm, t- I'm our next yeah, episode. I mean, right? I was ah, on board with Blood Joker being the good guy, but man, this is you. Hey. <laughs> They, they, he's to like they totally made these characters into like a a, they're, they're serial killers and he's totally, uh, prophesized them into being these yeah. great uh, characters. I, I am not a fan. We're, we're this, this movie, this movie would have been perfect. Well, not perfect if they would have ended up. Let's say obviously Rob Zombie wants to bring these characters back multiple times. I mean mm-hmm. they, he's built a franchise on these characters, so they can't die. But. I'd sooner at the end of this movie have them have that Mexican cartel bury him alive or something where the next movie like maybe that midget guy uh, doesn't die and he he digs him up at the beginning of the next movie and you know they live yeah you know you can still have them pay the price of being terrible people and keep them coming back in fact the more unrealistically they keep coming back the better it is because at least no one watches uh, Friday the 13th movie and thinks Oh, I want to be Jason. <laughs> the more, un- I mean, let's face it, this movie started off as unrealistic as it possibly could because there's no way they'd ever live through that, even if they okay, did. Well, they're, they're so, you're but like, I'm saying, aren't you in with yourself now? Well, no, they, but there's nothing in this movie that says they're anything special. They're just humans this entire movie. Like, there's no supernatural. I mean, there's, they, 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 they luckily somehow all three of them lived through that bullet <laughs> spray, but they're very much human and yeah, they're just, they're just bad people. Yeah. And they, they keep getting out of these incredible situations where they should die. <laughs> like, how are they getting out of this one? And somehow they keep doing it. I don't <laughs> but it's very, it's very weird. I don't know. I, I think the ending of this movie, this movie would be much better served if they end up, quote unquote, dying. If the scene had them getting horrifically something happening to them. But you could also spin it where they come back to the next movie. And that could be the thing for this series where... <laughs> at the end of every movie you know they're going to get something ha- is going to happen where they're, they're going to quote unquote die but there's going to be some crazy effects the next movie where they come back <laughs> I don't know this one they literally say hey we're killers we're killing everybody at the end of the movie they're like hey look at us alright let's go let's go walk into the sunset and they walk out happy uh, as if they're uh, the good guys uh, not a fan of how that uh, turned you, out you, you're pr- probably pretty disgusted with Dusk Till Dawn too huh uh, Dusk, no, I, I like that. Well, the the, th- the thing about Dusk, <laughs> the thing about from Dusk Till Dawn, is I had no idea that was a vampire movie when I was watching it. So when it switched, right, but, but he goes, he, I mean, he's a serial killer, right? He, he yeah, but when I when it switched from being this like a gangster movie to a vampire movie, I was like, holy cow, what in the world is going? <laughs> like that alone was enough for me to say, all right, I, I can disregard everything else. And plus, they had some oh, Hayek okay, dancing okay. on a okay. table. Right. Come on, right. that scene was fantastic. Okay. Right. <laughs> so Tom, Tom needs a, needs a well. Well, this movie had breasts too, Tom. So, um, yeah. Well, he really did a good job of not um, sexualizing the female form. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot yeah. of naked women that at no point were you like, oh, okay, because she's like, like in blood and like walking, like you're getting ready to die. Like, yeah, he showed nudity in a way that. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, here we go. It was like, oh, well, what's going on? Or, or that, that, that naked lady that tried to seduce the cartel, and he just shot her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, 
Yeah, he, he did a good job in that in that respect, not being sexist, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> not being sexist. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, I don't like the direction this is this series is going in general. But with that said, it was a good movie. Like I said, if you like the Devil's Rejects, you're gonna like this. It's just, it's it's really just a continuation of. They could have just more merged these two movies together, and made it one long movie, and I, I'm sure that's how the series will continue. Where mm-hmm. it's just gonna keep going and going and going, and at some point, it's gonna get ridiculous that they keep going through all these adventures. <laughs> Kind of like the 100. I'll circle back around to the oh, 100. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it is amazing. If you, like, from the six seasons, the amount of stuff that happened to these people is unheard of. Like, they went down to Earth. They fought for Earth. Earth got destroyed. They went to another solar system. It's just like, holy cow. It's like, it's almost unreal the amount of stuff that's happening. And this same thing's going to happen in this series where this is going to be continuation, continuation, continuation to like, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid the same thing's going to happen to the magicians. Uh, season three, they've gone through quite the, <laughs> yeah. quite the series of events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you have to almost. And uh, like the magician, yeah, I can't really. Well, there's only three seasons, so go through six that's over and over and over like oof, this is getting a little much <laughs> yeah that's something they keep making it so yeah well uh yeah but uh i guess those are my thoughts i i give this a solid second run after all that's being said well yeah second run i get the second run because yeah, like i said think of the children it's a <laughs> <laughs> I, I i that was just my own uh personal uh i, I don't like the direction the movie's going however i did enjoy the movie it was a good movie if you enjoyed Dell's Rejects. I thought, anyway. I mean, it's it's much the same. I'm sad that uh, Captain Spaulding wasn't in it. I'm, uh, you know, they did a good job you know, replacing him with somebody else. I thought it was a pretty, pretty good way they did that. I mean, obviously, all the events, it's just ridiculous what they uh, do. But uh, I think that's part of the charm of this movie franchise. But, uh, Joe, what say you? Well, I... I like it a lot more than you, or I don't. I don't think that it is the uh, prelude to America dissolving. No, that you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and and honestly, the, uh, the participation trophy really doesn't bother me that much. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it does me. So yeah, I, I I don't mind participation trophies, and I I don't mind that the the bad guys. Or the 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 concept of an antihero doesn't really bother me. I, I guess I, the whole thing doesn't bother me so much because you know him, the whole Doctor Satan stuff. You know, I I don't have any supernatural leanings anyway, so all of that kind of falls on deaf ears with me. So eh, whatever, I you know Satan is a random boogeyman. He could have called himself Charles Manson. It would have had the same effect. It's just well, he, that that's a, that character they introduced was very Charles Manson Manson like. I mean, I, I felt like. They were, <laughs> they uh, created that character around uh, Charles Manson. I mean, he looked very much the part. Yeah, but I mean, as they go through and the whole, you know, so I'm not, I don't buy off on the whole supernatural aspect of it or so, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I like this as, I actually like this better that these are villains that just barely survive instead of magically coming back because that just, you know, someone could barely survive a shooting. People have survived getting shot 20 times. I mean, yeah, granted, it's, you know, one in how many? 50 cents right have all three of them live right i mean it's ridiculous <laughs> odds but theoretically possible as opposed to oh hey this guy's been caught on fire and sh- and, and drowned 17 times and he keeps coming yeah back. i would rather have a, a a living actual person 
because I think it makes a movie a little scarier oh, it, to know that it's something that could happen. Getting shot 20 times and living is is possible. However, in the circumstances that they did, it is not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. However, it, <laughs> there's it, no way, like it, I said, this cops would ever could yeah. have happened as opposed to all the supernatural stuff. Right. Yeah. There could have been that one cop that said, no, no, call the ambulance. Yeah. He's, a, he's an EMT and he personally saved all three. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I mean, it theoretically could happen and they could live as opposed to, oh, I'm, I'm this magical being that exists because I just don't, you know. Well, the problem with that is, though, yeah, if you start introducing that often enough, it's going to get it's going to play out like it's not gonna. you have these moments keep happening to the same people it's just like uh, you, you need some if it's supernatural then at least you have a reason to go along with the story if it just keeps happening to the same people with no explanation other than oh these people are just really lucky that's like that's just so stupid that's not unrealistic well i think you know but but i mean this was started off as a horror franchise and horror based on something that could happen is much scarier than horror based on you know oh my god this uh you know this disaffected nun from the 14th century's ghost is going to come back and attack you. I mean, I just, it just means nothing to me where like a movie like the strangers, man, that was scary as shit. Cause they could do that. Yes. So I, I like that, that this franchise does that instead of the, you know, they just take, instead of taking the easy way out of saying, Oh, he's the devil. Uh-uh. Oh yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. <clears throat> so I, I liked it. I liked the movie probably better than you. Um, I gave it a lower rating, which is odd. I say stream it. Ah, interesting. Um, you know, it's it's one of those movies that's not I I I would have a hard time wanting to go to a theater for this type of movie. Very interesting. You know, because it's not really a horror movie, it's not really an action movie. It's its own thing. Yes. And uh, I like it, but I'm not really up for it to go out and see it. You know, it's one I'd rather catch in my living room. Yeah. All right. Very very interesting. All right. Uh so let's move on to Downton Abbey, Paul. Tell us oh, boy. your yeah, thoughts. We're excited to hear about this. Now, yeah. this is what's wrong with America, right? <laughs> yeah. right this right. is what's going to drive the kids insane. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a festering. Yeah, people are going to think they should be British uh, nobility or something. Yeah, okay. They're going to be walking around drinking tea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio. Oh. Kids these days just don't realize that uh, they're not nobility. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Downton Abbey, the continuing story of the Crowley family, wealthy owners of the large estate in the English countryside in the early 20th century. Uh, directed by Michael Engler and uh, written by Julian Fowles, starring Tuppence Middleton, Michelle Dockery, and Maggie Smith, among others. Rotten Tomatoes have a... Sorry. We're going to cut this out, right? You we find, oh, he's bitch. leaving it in to show everybody how hard his job is. Look, see this? Rotten Tomatoes at 85%. You get no participation trophy here. Yeah. 85% critic score, 94% audience score. Wow. So, um, you know. I think I Tom's going to gonna... take a few of your stutters and sprinkle them back. The <laughs> 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 oh, what, what other notes? Uh, let's see. The royal visit of George V to Downton Abbey was based on the real-life visit of Wentworth to Wentworth Woodhouse, a mansion in Yorkshire, which was used for the film for the ballroom scenes at Harewood House. And that's my only notes I have on it. All right. Um, if, if you're a fan of the series, it very much feels like one season of the series put together into a movie. To our movie. Which, which, you know, I mean, some people would expect the movie to be a little bit, you know, more. there's something more dramatic to happen. And I don't feel like that it does, but it does give you exactly as advertised. It's, it's a a good episode a good 
season of the move of the series put on film so paul is the series a is it still going on like they're still releasing new seasons no no it, it, it ended a few years ago so oh okay so this is kind of like it's, a, it's like it's like giving you another yeah it's kind of like the new breaking bad movie like the series yeah. is over and now they're going to give you a little taste of something okay well does the movie yeah. wrap anything up paul or is it just it, it did get it did give significant others to people that had been you know largely or um, love interest to people that you know needed it, right? There, I yeah, shouldn't say needed it, but you know what I mean. There were characters that were single, uh, heaven forbid, at the end of <laughs> at the oh, end. That's of a disgrace. <laughs> wow. And it gives love interest about to, to um, well, m most most particularly Mr. Burroughs, the, the gay guy, uh, <laughs> and uh, Mr. Bronson, who was a widow, uh, a widower or whatever, um, from the season. They both get love interest. Maggie Smith, of course, is one of the is always she's great in it. She's one of the best parts of the series, and uh, she's joined by Emilda Stanton. You know, um, so it's a little weird in that I feel like Game of Thrones and Harry Potter have given has introduced us to all the British actors, and so suddenly you know who everyone is. But Emilda Stanton is the was the bad teacher at Hogwarts, so it's a little oh. weird to have them like. Because they're, they're literally there's conflict between the two of them. That's in in the in the movie. It's kind of like, wow, this seems this seems familiar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. If you if you like the if you like the series, you're gonna get more of that. Um, nothing seemed too out of place. At the at the end, there is a revelation that does seem a little out of place, and that you're like, okay, kind of weird to just say this and then not not really have anything happen with it unless you're setting up for ah, the sequel. next movie, right? Yeah. So you think the, the way the movie was uh, laid out that it's set up for a sequel? Like they're, they want to continue this through movie form, maybe? If this the possibility is there, I think. Now, did the series end in a way, because I didn't watch it, did it end in a way that kind of necessitated a movie because it was canceled? Not really. And... No? Honestly, oh. not really. So it I, ended, I they, really knew, they knew it was ending, so they made a conclusion. Yeah, they did. And it was good. I mean, I, I I have to say stream it. I don't think that, you know, it's just not, It's it, there's nothing bigger about it. It's it's the TV show. It does that well, but it doesn't feel like a movie. Like, oh, this should be a movie. This is just, you know, yeah, a different, usually there's a different feel between a movie and, and a yeah, TV yeah. series. Mm -hmm. And then no, you don't really get that in this. This is just like another episode of the TV show, except the king and queen visit. And that's supposed to be the. What's big, bigger yeah. about it, but uh, uh, right. not really. No. Okay. <clears throat> well, there you go. That was Downton Abbey, a stream. Wow. All right. Let's move right into our feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. This week's feature presentation is Ad Astra. Tagline, the answers we seek are just outside our reach. Released. September 20th, 2019, director James Gray. You may know him from The Lost City of Z and The Immigrant. I don't, but maybe you do. Rating PG-13, runtime 2 hours, 9 minutes, starring Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, and Ruth Nega. Description, astronaut Roy McBride undertakes a mission across an unforgiving solar system to uncover the truth about his missing father and his doomed expedition that now, 30 years later threatens the universe. IMDb gives it a 7 out of 10. The Rotten Tomatoes critics give it an 83%, while the audience gives it a 40%. Box office budget, $87 million. Opening weekend, $19 million. 
gross in the U.S. was $38 million, and worldwide gross is $93 million. Notes. The title means to the stars in Latin. It is often used as a shorthand for per aspera ad astra, which is through the hardships to the stars. That's all the notes I have for this movie. I'm the only one who saw this movie. Uh, so let me give you my thoughts. I know, Joe, you said you may be uh, interested in seeing this this week. I've been excited to see it, but I'm just looking at you and <laughs> uh, thinking I, about changing wow, my evening yeah. plans. <laughs> I honestly don't know how not to spoil this movie with, uh, in this review. I, I Go ahead and spoil. Okay, because there's no way. Because if this is going to turn out to be a negative review, I'll just skip. Well, right. just watch it knowing it's going to stink. And just look okay. at the trailer. You expect there's some big twist that you don't see. I mean, I'm, I'm just guessing, right? That there's some sci-fi twist here. That oh, only if. There's some Shyamalanian twist. Only if. No, the problem is nothing happens in this movie. Oh, wow. Okay, let, me, let me go with what I like about this movie first. The outer, outer space scenes were done as if you would actually be watching them in outer space. Like, there, there is a void of... Uh, noise. There, now, there's not much action in this movie. In fact, there's very little action in this two-hour movie. But the one or two sequences that they do have action going on, that it's in space, it's almost like watching the movie before they add the sound effects to the movie. Like, you're watching these vehicles and crashes and explosions and you're hearing nothing because you're in space. And I really oh, like... Nice. Yeah, I really like that they did it that way because it was really... Yeah, it mitigated... It's really strange to watch a movie where... Things are happening, and you're not getting all the noise, and it was really weird. <laughs> oh, there's no Star Wars laser sounds. No, it, was, it, was, it is very, it's very well done in that respect. Now, unfortunately, of the two hours, you may have maybe 15 minutes of that in the entire two hours, but those 15 minutes are very enjoyable because it was very... I, I like the, the contrast of all this happening out in space, and you don't hear anything, so that, that was really, really, really well done. That's the only thing good about this movie. It's a two-hour therapy session for Brad Pitt's character as to get dealing with his dad and his, his thoughts. So what happened was his dad's an astronaut. He goes off on this mission 30 years ago, leaves his mother and him behind. So he follows behind, and now he's an astronaut. And now this char- and now Tommy Lee Jones, who, which is his dad, he's out. He's been gone, and some, uh, some flares and stuff are happening on Earth. And they're afraid it's going to ex- escalate and just basically end life as we know it. And they think it's from Tommy Lee Jones's expedition. So they send they send uh, Brad Pitt out to Mars to send a message to Tommy Lee Jones to communicate in some way. And then they basically want to send out... If they can't control them, they send a nuclear spaceship out there to blow them up. This movie is very slow. I mean, it's all with a lot of voiceover of Brad Pitt, uh, just like... I was sad as a child. You know, like very slow, like dreary and nothing. Like I said, although like he goes to the moon and then he goes to Mars and he, then he hops onto the spaceship with the nuclear bomb to go out to his dad out in Neptune or whatever. But nothing, like nothing happens. Like there's one scene on the moon where he's going from the moon to the, like we colonize the moon. So there's like the city yeah, but then the the launch where he has to go is across the moon where it's like a no man's land where there's pirates out there. So the one scene, the one really cool scene on the moon where the pirates are trying to to basically basically stop him, and all the action actually happened. You have that one cool scene, but everything else is just watching him just go through. Like 
as if you're watching normal. Like if I watched Joe, if I watched your normal day life, like you get up, you shower, you go to work, you come home. Like, that's what you're watching. Like nothing is happening. Like it's very, very slow and there's no real action. And it's just a lot of interest, introspection of Brad Pitt thinking about his dad and just very, very slow. So with all that said, he hops on the Mars thing and he goes out and he goes out to see his dad. Now his dad wants to find alien life. That's the whole expedition. He's going out to Neptune. He's going to find some alien life. And like, that's his whole thing. Now, while he's out there, his crew, they go out there 30 years ago and they find no life. And basically everyone else on the ship's like, all right, captain, uh, let's go back to earth. We haven't find anything. And he's like, no, we're not. And basically he kills everybody. Like he locks him into a bay and takes all the oxygen out and kills like his entire crew because he, he's dedicated to finding alien life. So we go out. So he goes out to Mars or he goes out to Neptune, finds his dad. His dad says, I haven't found anything. And he sets the nuclear bomb. He's trying to take his dad back to earth, but dad doesn't want to go. And his dad, of course, he pushes away and he goes, floats into space. And Brad Pitt comes back back to earth the nuclear bomb goes off he saves the planet and that's the end of the movie nothing happens there's no aliens there's no twist there's nothing so why would you fly to neptune to look for aliens because they looked around like mars and they couldn't find anything so they figured if they got yeah. to the, the farthest reaches of the solar system they could hunt down and so they spent 30 years Flying across the vastness of space instead of waiting the extra six minutes for the radio signal to reach yeah. you. Yeah, I, I don't. I, that's and, really and, weird. And I'm sorry, but I have, I have to. I have to go there. I have to say, they looked for aliens past Uranus. Is that what? They <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! 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 Jeez, you're always looking for aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's my quest. <laughs> yeah, it was just. It was just. Nothing. The problem. I mean, if they would, he would have went out to Neptune, and there would have been something out there, like some. I don't know what. It could have turned this movie around a little bit. I think. I mean, it's still very slow burn to get out there, but the fact that he goes out there and nothing happens, and he just comes back, and plus, like he he so he stows away on this ship right to to Neptune. So these three astronauts are already on the ship, and the astronauts are supposed to subdue him, and what happens is. The one guy shoots a gun and basically the vacuum, like the, all the oxygen gets sucked out of the cabin and the three astronauts die because Brad Pitt already had his suit on. Mm. So now he's a killer. He killed three astronauts essentially and he just comes back to earth and it ends like, wait a second, he's going to be on the hook for, and no, at the end, no, but yeah, he comes back to earth and then uh, the girlfriend that uh, lived Tyler, by the way. Uh, the girlfriend that he basically drove away because he couldn't make a commitment because he was so, you know, because his dad, he has daddy issues and he could never relate to anybody. You know, he works through all of that while he's going out and he ends up seeing his dad die. So he, he, he becomes a couple with her back again. They get back together. Like the last scenes, he's in a restaurant and she's like, she comes to eat dinner with him. Like what? He killed three astronauts. He broke. So when he was on Mars, he gave the message. And uh, they, they, like, they indicated that maybe the dad, Tommy Lee Jones, replied back, but they wouldn't let him know what he said. And they're like, all right, you're off this mission. Uh, you're going back to Earth. So that's when he stowed away on the thing. Like, he broke, like, the, like he, he was going against he orders. He stole a ship and went to Neptune or something? Yeah, he stole a ship, killed the astronauts, 
Went to Neptune. Now he he completed the mission as so he's now a space pirate. <laughs> yeah, the movie's starting to get better, Tom. And he comes back, and then he's like, at the end, he's like, uh, oh, you know, I have my girlfriend back, and it ends. Is this movie gonna make this generation think it should be space pirates? No, they're gonna think. <laughs> We do not want to see Tom. Because he uh, killed people without any any sort of. Well, right? well it, it's only if the movie's good, Paul. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, you this... can have the hero do bad things as long as the movie's terrible. Yeah, and oh my lord, this movie is just—it's—it's like it's how long it's, is it? It's two hours and nine minutes, and it it's feels a drama every... when you expected sci-fi is what you're kind of basically saying, right? It... It's just watching Brad Pitt. Like I say, it's a two-hour therapy session of Brad Pitt's character coming to grips with his dad leaving so that way he can go back to his girlfriend that he broke up with and yeah it's been a bad bad year for brad pitt huh we talking about once upon a time in hollywood Hollywood was awesome wonderful are you kidding me that was the greatest movie of all time i love that movie but this i'm sorry i uh, so i'm having a hard time writing this movie because i would i would say don't watch but the space scenes where there's like the the vacuum of sound was it was really cool and let me tell you something the movie looked good like when they, they're on the moon traveling and you can see the earth. I mean, the movie visually looked very well done, but it, it was not even matter anymore. Everything looks good. Yeah, now. I guess. But I, mean, I honestly, I, everything looks good. But I get my high school AV department putting out something that de- looks decent these days. But for me to take notice that it looks good is saying that it looks really good because I, I watch stuff. I mean, I watch the Avengers. I mean, I watch all these outlandish, outlandish stuff and I never take notice to how good everything looks. But maybe because... Well, know. it's because you're, you're awake and engaged in the story. <laughs> I tell you, if I watch this movie at home, there's no way I'd ever get through it. I'd fall asleep 100% of the time. It was it was very, very long. <laughs> very slow. And nothing happens. That's the problem with the movie. N- nothing happens. Like, it's so realistic that it's boring. Like It's too realistic. Like you'd expect this to actually happen. Like this would be based on a true story. At least then it would be interesting because yeah, it's based went on a true story. You outer space for thirty years and didn't find shit. Yeah, and he came back. Yeah, yeah, that's because yeah, it's because the aliens have already come into contact with water by the time he went looking. Oh yeah, see, signs. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. <laughs> Go see Signs instead. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry, Paul. I had to wow, come back yeah, to that. Oh, it's uh, terrible movie now. I I I guess don't watch. I. I mean, I can't, I can't, yeah, for the 10 minutes of coolness, maybe 15, it's not worth a two-hour commitment. Well, you know what, Tom? I'm on board this week. I'm not going to go see it. <laughs> you should. I'd be very interested to see what you think, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be very interesting to say, hey, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Take your work computer with you. <laughs> Just sit in the front row and start my laptop up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a conference call. <laughs> I don't think anyone will mind, honestly. <laughs> they might find it more interesting than the movie. Hey, could you turn up the volume on the laptop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really wanted to like this movie because I'm a big fan of Brad Pitt. But boy, I don't know how. I just don't know how anybody read the script. Like he read the script and thought, "Yeah, I'm in." I, I don't he's know. Got Bruce Willis previewing the scripts for him. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't see it. It's just not a good, not a good movie. But what are you gonna do? All right. Well, I think that's all I have. Do you guys have any questions about this movie? Does Brad Pitt have a shirt off at any point during this film? Uh, does Brad Pitt? No. In fact, most of the time he's in a spacesuit. So sorry, Paul. Like, there's really nothing to look at in this movie. Now I could be wrong. I'm trying to think if there's like scenes of him 
like in Liv Tyler, like sex they scenes or anything. They had to shower so. between spacesuit changes or something, right? Yeah, I don't think they showed it, though. They showed everything else. They showed him sitting there and pondering his dad, but they never showed yeah, him <laughs> doing anything. What's more dramatic than a shower? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't... If you're going to ponder, I mean, let's get some deep thoughts yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm with you. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't believe so. I could be wrong. There wasn't. Uh, I don't think he was uh, ever shirtless. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Go huh. see what's part time in Hollywood because I'm quite certain he was shirtless. You call yourself a, a Brad Pitt uh, fan? You don't even know if he was topless in the movie. <laughs> I don't see uh, his physical form, Joe. I only see his uh, his acting chops. <laughs> well, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> this is this is part of me too, Tom. We're supposed to ogle Brad uh, Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is amazing that someone who's getting older. Keeps looking still better. Pretty, yeah, still pretty good. Well, in this right movie, they know. do some pretty good close-ups on this one where he looks old. So, I, Paul, I, if I were you, uh, I, I wouldn't see this movie because oh, okay. he does look well, like he is aging in this movie. Oh, okay. But as a straight man, I can definitely say Brad Pitt is probably the handsomest man I've it's ever seen. Ever been born. Oh, it's yeah. Just, he, he's it. The yeah. dude is just handsome. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Paul, he's got to be number one on your uh, celebrity hit list, right? I don't know. I, no? I, I don't know. What? It's it's kind of predictable, though, isn't it? I mean, oh, oh I, mean, I, I well, I'm not looking. I'm not. I, I, we don't need a channel on ending here. You know. Wow. Who would I be higher? Eating crackers or anything, but. But who would you have? But you 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 uh, have a preference for the Mexican people, right? Oh. In general. I don't know. Uh, That's your maybe type, like Latin. I, I oh, okay, maybe, Latin. I like Latin. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's say. That's not okay. So let's maybe not limit ourselves <laughs> to one country. Oh oh oh! I know. What's his face from Menudo? Oh, he came out. Oh, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. He'd probably be over Brad Pitt for you. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to think about it. Get back to you. Oh, yeah, that. get back to me. I need your top ten list. Figure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out celebrity wait, bang wait, list. Which one is at the top? I don't know. I can't figure out. Well, that would be uh, you. Right. I think Brad Pitt's like a top three in any any list, right? He is very good looking. I, I, there is something about. I mean, I, honest. I mean, I hate to be like. Chris Evans, for some reason, really, I don't know. I, oh, really? I know he's young, but yeah, yeah. You know another one who aged well? Uh, his his uh, counterpart in um, the Ocean's movies. Shoot, what's his name? George. George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah. I think he's yeah. a much better looking dude, older than he was in his younger days. And he, he went to my junior high school, too. Oh, sorry. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm not junior high school. He went to my elementary school, I should say, as... We went to the same at different times, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, still, kind of yeah, still something. He's from Cincinnati, so anyway. It's not as cool as banging a dude who was in... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in Cops? Yeah. In co- no, in Bad Boys. Was, was it? Bad Boys. Bad Boys, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not cool as that, but you know, that's not bad. <laughs> All right. I think we uh, drug this episode out as long as we possibly could. Longer yeah. than uh, Brad Pitt in Ad Astra, so I think it's time to wrap this bad boy up. Look out for our next episode. Oh, so you can check this episode out if you haven't. I'm not sure how that works. But go to our YouTube, Movies Outs Podcast. Search for that, and you'll see the channel. Subscribe, and uh, you know, listen to these episodes on that as well. You know, that'd be cool. Our next episode that we're going to be releasing, we will be reviewing Joker, which I've already seen. So <laughs> we'll uh, review that one and uh, probably a couple other ones. And it'll be uh, my first time probably using the Regal Unlimited so that'll be exciting. We get a Regal review as well. Uh, hopefully. Let's see if anything comes out. Boy, this is bad times for watching movies because there ain't nothing coming out in these theaters that's worth watching. But Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, this is the, the bad part of having the movie membership. Yeah. 
So I'm looking at the movie going, what the heck did I do signing up? I, I, would, I would like to see Adam's family, to be honest, but I, I don't know if we'll get around to it, to be honest, you know? All right. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but until then, I'd like to thank everyone for coming on to this episode. That would be Joe and Paul. And until next time, that's a wrap. Yeah.